back to the show. Howard Bowles are filling in for Bernsey, who's got the day off. And wanted to talk a little D-backs baseball today. So we're going to check in with my really, really good buddy, Steve Gilbert from MLB.com. Down at the ballpark right now. I think Madison Bumgarner had just spoken. Steve, what's going on? Cambo, how you doing? What, Bernsey has a day off? Yeah, Bernsey. Bernsey got days off. Oh, my. <laughs> Bernsey gets like three months off a year. He works nine, he gets three months <laughs> off. It's incredible because he's been here forever, so he's got he gets twelve weeks of vacation every year. It's incredible. <laughs> I get that's the one thing he's got over me. I get like three or four, he gets like twelve. It's crazy. Well, you go out of the country for yours. I go out of the country. Yeah, when I go away, I want to get go, go. I want to go away, so I'm uh, I'm big on getting out of the country. Um, I want to ask you about Zach Davies, but first, let's. Uh, you just got done with the Madison Bumgarner press conference. Uh, give me any any thoughts to what he said today. Yeah, you know, I think results are, are what they are during spring training. But he, one of the things for him that I think is going to be big, and he kind of downplayed it a little bit for right now, but his velocity was up today. He hit 93 a few times. Wow. Um, which is which is good for him. And, and so when we asked him about it, he was funny. He said, you know, he has done some things to work on that, but he doesn't want to talk about it just yet because he wants to make sure the velocity is here to stay and not just the first start of the spring training thing. But a lot of times you can see, you know, guys have to work into their velocity over spring training, but he came out throwing uh, 93 for a bit today. So wasn't that a uh, big that was topic? For wasn't that a big topic last year? The lack of velocity he had early. Yeah, and two years ago it was really pronounced throughout that whole uh, whatever sixty game shortened season, um, and it got a little bit better last year. Uh, but you know, ninety three, if he could throw that, uh, he would be. Uh, in really good shape, so he, he's feeling good about that. He, you know, gave up one of the homers. He said was on a, uh, a backdoor cutter that he normally wouldn't throw in that kind of situation. But he's trying to work on certain pitches and, and felt it was important to get a feel for that. So, um, you know, those are the kinds of things that spring training the veterans who have a spot on the roster are doing. They're just trying to work on things and make sure that that their pitchers are ready to go. So that's why it's hard sometimes to put too much stock in terms of the actual results. Steve, this is Howard. You mentioned the pitchers getting ready to go. How, how do you see the beginning of the regular season going? Maybe the first month, perhaps. Maybe not that long. But with the pitchers, with the short and spring training, and guys hadn't done as much, obviously. How, how do you see it working out with pitchers and how managers will will handle that when the season opens? <laughs> Seems like spring training just started, which it did. First game, right? what, 16 days away. Right. And you know, we, I talked to, I bumped into Randy Johnson a couple of days ago and we were talking about how he used to come out and throw eight or nine innings on opening day. And that was, you know, he, he felt like he needed to be ready to do that. Now pitchers don't, of course, throw eight or nine innings anytime, much less uh, opening day. But uh, Bumgarner today was talking about possibly uh, hoping he's ready to throw five or six on opening day. And I think that's kind of what you're going to see first time or two through the rotation is if they can get him through five innings, that would be great. Um, I think they're going to, with their fifth spot in the rotation with Gallon, probably starting the year on the IL. I think, you know, the first time through that spot could be a, a situation where they, they piggyback a couple different guys or use an opener now that they have the DH. They can they have a little bit more freedom to use an opener if they want to. So I think you'll see teams kind of get creative that first month of the season as starters aren't necessarily ready to go past five or at most six innings. Yeah, let's talk about it. The Diamondbacks don't have the money like the Dodgers have. So, you know, you're, you're, they're signing a lot of bargain basement guys and older guys. To You know, you got Mark Melanson. You got, you got Ian Kennedy. Today they go out and they bring in Zach 
Zach Davies, a you know veteran starting pitcher, but coming off just a brutal, brutal year last year. What's your thoughts on, on that signing? What he could bring to the team? Well, you know, they got him at such a reasonable contract. I think I think the guarantee was one and a half or one point seven five, and and that's really by today's standards, that's a, that's a pretty low salary. So um, it, it was really no risk sign for them. It gives them some depth. I think they don't want to get caught in a situation they were in last year where they have a couple starting pitching injuries. And all of a sudden, they don't quite have the depth ready, or they have to rush some people up from the from the minor leagues that aren't ready. So I think you're seeing now they're they're, they're trying to preserve that depth uh, in the rotation. And he gives them again a, a guy who's done it before. Like you said, he had a rough year last year, but prior to that, he's had some success. And a guy on a, on a really small guarantee. So if they needed to to make a move with him, they could. It wouldn't hurt that much. But again, they're not going to be caught in a situation where, like they were last year, where they're just kind of calling up guys constantly to start games who might not be ready. No, there was just too many of them. Too many young guys that they relied. That's why I like having, you know, Kennedy go to Melanson at the end of the game, because it's veteran guys that know how to pitch, know how to get guys out, know how to get out of a tough situation. So I like that they went veteran there with with those arms. Third base seems to be something that we've been talking about for a long time. I mean, we are fully expecting that they're going to go out, they're going to make a move, they're going to sign somebody, they're going to make a trade, but they haven't done that yet. So what is what's it look like at third base right now for the D-backs. Yeah, as you know, they were in on some guys and it just didn't work out for them. So I, I think for right now, you're looking at Josh Rojas. Rojas is getting uh, the majority of the starts there, although Drew Ellis is, is another possibility. He made some swing mechanical adjustments after going back down to Reno last year after he kind of struggled uh, with his first stint in the big league. So uh, right now it looks like uh, Rojas, that could kind of be a place where they, they settle him. He's having uh, a nice spring here so far. Looks like he's ready to go. So that's kind of what I think they would do at third base. And just to go back to what you were talking about with the bullpen, I think you're right about that with the uh, with the veteran guys. Not only pitching those uh, those innings, but also kind of mentoring some of the younger pitchers that they have in the bullpen. And if they do bring up some of these young kids from the minor leagues who have been starters and they've talked about transitioning them to the big leagues as possibly relievers at first, being around guys like Ian Kennedy and Mark Melanson can only be a help. So have you talked to any uh, pitchers yet, Steve, about not having the hit this season? Well... <laughs> You know, a lot of pitchers always think they can hit. They always, <laughs> they always think they're better hitters than they actually are. But when we asked Bumgarner when he got down here how he felt about it, he uh, he clearly was was not in favor of not having the pitcher hit. But he said it's the first time he's ever not ordered bats or brought bats to spring training. And it's interesting because, you know, you're so used to seeing pitchers going in the cage and, and doing bunting practice and all that, and they're not even having them. Uh, do that right now. So that that's a that's a big big adjustment for some of these National League pitchers. Steve, I know that they would have liked to have traded some of the the veteran players last year at the deadline. It didn't happen. Are you surprised David Peralta and Nick Ahmed are still here? Uh, you know, it, it, a little bit. I thought maybe when they went young, that maybe they would be able to 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 move some of the more veteran guys in that situation. It, it didn't work out. They didn't get offers that they felt like uh, were fair for those guys. And so they're here. I'll tell you what, Peralta looks really good so far this spring. He's, he's slimmed down. Not that he was ever like overweight, but he always was one of those guys that lifted heavy during the offseason. And he's done a lot more with flexibility and core work. Um, and he's made some mechanical adjustments at the plate. He's homered his first two starts here in the Cactus League. So he does look pretty good right now. Um, so it'd be interesting to see if, if if they're out of contention and if he is having a good year and if Nick 
is able to be healthy and have a good year if, if maybe that something might happen before this year's trade. You know, I, was, I, I was intrigued by the Oliver Perez uh, you know, signing. 40 years old. I mean, he was very vocal in Cleveland about the stuff that was going on there. I mean, he's, he's a lefty specialist. Uh, you know, you could always use a guy like that. I know the rules have changed with the amount of batters you got to face, but what's Oliver Perez's uh, chances of making the roster? You know, it's interesting. I don't know if he has an opt out if he if he's sent to the minor leagues or if he doesn't make the the roster out of camp. But he's certainly an intriguing arm and somebody who's found ways to get guys out over the years. I mean, what a transition he's made from from early in his career to how he does it now. And he just seems to invent ways on the mound of getting players out. And again, another guy that you like to have around younger pitchers because he's had to really study over the years as his stuff has declined. He's had to, to, to learn how to really pitch and get guys out, and I think that's going to be helpful for some of the younger guys if he does make this team. And right now, it's kind of that bullpen looks a little crowded right now. It'll be interesting to see how all this shakes out when guys actually get up there and, and get some outings under their belt. Yeah. Steve, appreciate it. Thanks, my friend. Thanks for coming on and give us a little D-backs talk after the signing of Davies and Bumgarner talking. We'll catch up with you down the road, my friend. Guys, it's always my pleasure. Have a great day.